we're starting off by going live. No countdown. We just ramming no, it in. We, we going raw dog, bro. We going raw oh. dog. Mm. Yo, mm. it's been like two weeks since they've seen us. They gotta get the we're whole back. thing. We're back. We're back. Don't call it a comeback. We've been here for years, rocking my peers, putting suckers of fear. We're back. Yes. And we only took a break because one, we tried recording the other day, but the birthday boy, aka Keo Classic, who's not here with us today, um, is out vacationing for his birthday. Shout to my score, my fellow Scorpio, Scorpio gang. Yo, we got his ass real good the other day or well, yesterday. Man, yo, Tits McMahon and Handy Orton in the motherfucking building. Handy Orton is in the building. The vagina killer, Handy Orton. <laughs> you still need, uh, and of course, I will be the people's president. Thank you very much. We're gonna go with this at least until election day. Oh my god, vote um, for Katie. Yo, it's been a wild couple of weeks, though. Um, you and live drop projects at the same time. Pretty much a week difference. Drove my asses crazy. But they were both a fucking... Su- well, yours hasn't happened yet. But mm-hmm. we had the EP release. So that was a yeah. fucking success. Very. Um, it was It was such a dope fucking event. Like, there's not a word to describe. Like, first of all, that was my very first event that I've ever thrown, ever did. And without everybody being hands in, like Katie, um, and having the other day, Mikey perform, Nevea perform, um, having um, Aaliyah, I did say her name right, right? Yes. Uh, having her hands in with the photography, shouts to Industry 21 Mag, who was in the building, they were phenomenal. Shouts to Big Veg. Yo, like, everybody hands in, everything ran smooth, it was a success. We, managed, well, we gotta thank the Crave Cave as well. Yes, very important because you know, with this whole pandemic, um, not a lot of people, you know, not a lot of venues were even opening. So thank God that that one venue it didn't work out because Crave Cave um allowed it. We settled what we need to settle. We we settled our business and um Everything ran smooth. The staff was amazing from, from, from setting up to the security, um, taking temperatures. Yo, like everything was just like perfect, 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 perfect from beginning to end. There's, there's no word to, to explain, like to explain like everything, like how everything just ran. It was just amazing. Amazing. I'm proud of you though. We got the shit done, you know, so here, the, here, the a clap for us. I'm giving you your flowers. All right, Queen Ho. So um, we got through that all good and done. Then we had a whole pay-per-view, but we're going to talk about that after. But the one thing we have all neglected, are you, like, trying to barricade yourself like a bomb shelter? Hell, yeah. You already saw the rope up there. When it's time to go, it's time to go. Time to go, it's time to go. When the right light goes on, I got you. I got my rope ready. What, what? Can you see it? Oh God! It's up there. Where is it? I there hope you go. know that our guest there you is go. shaking her head. When it's when it's time to go, it's time to go. 
This is like some kinky ass shit. I'm not doing this with you today. God, take me away. Kick the chair from underneath me. I'm I'm joking. You it's not suicide is not something to joke about, but you're you know too, I mean? you're 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 not doing well lately, bro. Like oh, like I'm that? just I'm a savage with it. It is Scorpio season. You don't know what that's like until it's it's the season. The season for the beating. Mm. We're sorry. Your call cannot be no. Scorpio gang. But we here. We back. Um, New week. We got some we, shit to talk about. But we got scores, though. We got to take care of this shit. Okay. Okay. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. All right. We're doing it? We're doing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's, let's, let's get some scores. All right. Yo, week one. Mm. Huh. On Raw 10-12, you got points for KO versus Alistair Black. I'm gonna I didn't get points. You have Kevin Owens on your team. I do? What the fuck did we have the our you your roster? No, I didn't I didn't know I drafted KO. You drafted KO. You did okay. that because I took Mercedes Martinez. You're right. Shouts to Kevin Owens. Don't be taking my peoples like that. Shouts to Mercedes. What up, MM? Boricua. Right. Wepa. I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to holler at her to get around quarantine and rap. We're going to talk quarantine and wrestling. Well, that week... Mikey got points. Drew versus Randy, 500. Ooh. AJ wait, wait, how many points I got? For Rick, 500. Mm. So, um, AJ Styles versus Seth, he got 500. And I got Ricochet and Cedric Alexander, 250 win by DQ. Mm. The 14th Undisputed Era versus Danny Barash, 400 points. Who that? Me, right? Yeah. I took the whole team. All right. Pause. <laughs> no, 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 no. I had to. I had to. No, no, no. That I pumped the brakes on that red light. <laughs> it was a slippery road because of the rain, but I had to <clears throat> break. Okay. Um. Smackdown. Roman versus Braun. I copped it for 500. Raw, Street Profits versus Ziggler and Rude. 400 for Mikey. Week two, because I want to get our guest here. Um, Raw, ne- who and I and Sheena? That is Mikey, right? I believe so, yeah. 400. He got her business in retribution. 400. He Matt- does? Yeah, fucking asshole took the herd business. Damn, Mike. Fucking Matt Riddle versus AJ. 500 fucking points. Damn. I got Ashka versus fucking Lana. And I got the championship match. So I'm I'm taking a whopping 2K, bro. Um, SmackDown. I mean, sorry, NXT. Ember Moon, you got that for the 500. Yep. 
SmackDown 1023, uh, you had Kevin Owens, right? Mm-hmm. So Mikey took that because he got Daniel Bryan, and you took 400 with KO because they won that um the tag match. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta retally the points because I forgot that you had KO and he had Daniel Bryan. So we're gonna get back to the final tallies later. Wait, but... wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Yes, you did have Kevin. Owens. I got, I got Dan. I, I sent Daniel Bryan to um NXT. And you had Kevin Owens. That might, that might be an eight hundred on me. Oh, that's an eight hundred on you. I gotta retally later. Yeah, we gotta take another look at the um the 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 draft. Cause although the majority of my my roster is um legends, there are some heads that I did send back to NXT. I just can't remember at this very moment. Okay, so yo, now we got a guest, right? Yes, we do. You ready for this? She has to get the. The, the 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 well-respected introduction because this is our first inside the raw zone with someone of her stature, bro. Mm. This is a first. So I hope everybody's watching and they're giving up to see this because I'm telling you, this is probably one of the illest, illest things that I've ever seen from someone that I know personally. In our lives. Ever. Yeah, yeah I gotta see this shit. Yeah, I gotta see this shit. All right, Suave, are you ready? Or is Bar Christ coming now? No, no, no. Suave the is ready. Promo Christ. The promo Christ? The promo Christ. Well, let me tell you something, Gene. Oh, that was the perfect timing. Nice. Yes. This will make this will make Jim Ross go crazy. If this room doesn't make someone say Mama Mia, go watch fucking Impact Wrestling. If what y'all about to see doesn't make Teddy Long do his dance, go watch Ring of Honor. Roman Reigns wants us to acknowledge him, but we have to acknowledge our guests as the wrestling chief. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, straight from the heavens of wrestling, H-O-W, how, how, the heavens of wrestling, we present secrets. What's up? Secrets is here and yo. Secrets, you gotta show off the this 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 room. I want to see the jacket because you know. All right, yeah, I got the brand jacket. Hold on a minute. The Everybody, uh, symbols oh. and it's Ooh. everybody. Oh, oh you mighty fancy swag! Yeah. Listen, if we're gonna talk wrestling, we gotta talk wrestling. <laughs> oh, she said it. Oh, excuse the fuck out of me. Yo, yeah, if, if anybody's watching, right? And I'm pretty sure y'all watching. Y'all not looking at what's behind this woman? Behind me? Behind you. Behind you. I'm not the real star tonight. 
Yes, That's you not are. what's happening. No, 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 no. Yes, you are. We talking about you, not about us. Hell yeah. We're talking about, about us her. right now. This is about this is about secrets, goddammit. Flaunt it, goddammit. Well, I definitely have to give a shout out because my husband did all of this. This would not be possible without him. He is beyond the definition of a true fan. There is nobody that loves wrestling more than he does. And all of this, every single piece in this entire collection was handpicked by him. Oh, man. We've got Classic Superstars, which is his Instagram, which if you just type in Classic Superstars, he's the first one to come up. And we've got belts. We've got posters. We've got, um, I think... uh, I forgot what company released those fitteds, but we've got fitteds that have um, Cobra Clutch. You know, it's a Sergeant Slaughter um, fitted, and uh, we got a Razor Ramon one. We got an NWO, Austin 316. Actually, we picked that one up at WrestleMania Access last year. Um, You know, if you can, flip the camera to give us a grand tour. Yeah, you got it. So, woohoo! I'm going to start at the main wall here. It kind of starts like up the stairs, but we'll start here now. Anyway, yeah. so here we go. She said it kind of starts up the stairs. Oh. Oh. And it's oh, ceiling to floor. <laughs> so we've got oh. the, elite, the elite section here going on. We got them in sections. You see the, guys, yep. see the elites here, and they come around the wall this way, all the way down. And then. I know Ray's gonna love this. We enter the legend section. Oh, yes. Calm your jizz, bro. Calm your jizz. I'm trying. <laughs> we got the legends. And we've got some carded Hasbros here in the corner. Oh wow. Classic. We have we have more um more uh, loose Hasbros that are in a ring, and I'll show that to you in a minute. And then we turn the corner, and this is where the real beauty happens. A lot of these are autographed, and he met them in person, and this is where the classic superstars wall starts. Jesus. What's your favorite one from there? Um, I have to say my favorite is a warrior figure. Um, mm. I got to find him. I think he's on another wall. But uh, actually, um, no, I think there's one classic, and I think there's one uh, defining moment as well of the same figure. Um, and then here, I laid out some of the belts that we have here for you guys. Oh, the North American, I see. North American, actually, you will not believe how heavy this title is. We actually bought heavy. this. It is super heavy. We bought it at Access, actually, in the in the Superstore there. And we had to carry it through Brooklyn because we were there the whole weekend. Oh, my God. You talk about heavy. And then we have the White Strap Wing Eagle. Yeah, classic. One, one, for sure, one of our pride and joy. And then Yo, the championship. Yo, Secrets, you should link up with my boy, Jonathan. He just jumped on. Shout out to him. He's, um, his tag is Pop It Out The Box. He's, okay. He's with CWO, I believe. That's like Collector's World Order. And um, they do like a whole bunch of different networking, like trying to connect with like other collectors on pretty much anything. He, he might even know you know my husband's page. He's got so many followers on there. Um, he might actually um, be on there with him already. And uh, we got some D12 shelves here 
Oh. Got some legends loose. Ooh. Insane. Ooh. We've got some. Uh, this is the tag teams. Jeez. Demolition, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Road Warriors. This is like, it's like walking through fucking Toys R Us right now. If I'm Toys R Us was fucking Secret, owned by Vince. You know what's your husband's name? Uh, it's at classic underscore superstars underscore. And then this actually, whoops, sorry. Um, that is my title from my group that I belong to, the Asylum exclamation point on Facebook. I was their July Asylum champion. Every month they pick somebody that, you know, contributes and loves wrestling and loves the group and really gives, you know, meaning and supports them and shouts them out and everything. And at the end of it all, you know, you get to do all this cool champ stuff with them. And they give you this amazing, beautiful, custom-made belt with your name on it. It's really cool. That's dope. We got to go to stuff like that, bro. Ray, why don't you never take me to these things? God, what's wrong with you, man? You just take, deserve take, a- take the lady, Ray. Take her. You just deserve a fucking boo for that. Oh, come on. <laughs> Get the fucking booze. So how did you guys get into the actual collecting? So it started, I mean, when he was younger, he had, you know, figures, of course, he was obsessed with wrestling. But when we got together, we watched a little bit, but not like constantly. Um, And then he had somebody that he worked with who had a full collection of classic superstars, which were always his favorite figures. And I mean, the boxes are killer. How can you kill the, you know, black and gold? There's nothing hotter than that, really, in my opinion. Those are my favorite ones. Yeah. And um, his friend was like, oh, I got a couple extras, or do you want to, you know, you want some of these, or you want to buy some of them off of me, whatever. He had doubles, triples, whatever. And he was like, yeah, I'll take a couple. So it kind of started just one of those things. It was kind of like a gateway drug into, I'll take one. I'll take two more. Oh, what else you got this week? And it was just like, you know, let me take more, let me take more. And, and just ended up growing And then, you know, we hooked up with a a bunch of people over the years and we've been able to grow it to this. And I mean, we have a whole, obviously you see the legends and, um, you know, the elites and, you know, we buy full sets when they come out and things like that. And, you know, just over time it grew to this. I mean, since about approximately maybe 2009, 2011, somewhere in there, that's when it really started being like, all right, we're going to make this into something. Did y'all get that um that um that shit with the Undertaker where it was like four or five um figures in one? Uh, we have a three. It was almost like the, the like the evolution shit. The evolution. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I saw know. it online. It was like thirty dollars, and then when that fucking that documentary came out, Taker, it just it just started. Um, oh, we have dating. we have this one in classic superstars. Mm. With all three of them, we didn't get the the full one. I know what you're talking about, but this one right. we got. Um, you know, I mean this this one right here is this um badass taker is like such a coveted figure by itself. It's so hard to get just in a single, and everybody's always looking for that one. They're even lo- either looking for that one or the um the what's the one called? The darkness one that everybody looks for. 
Oh, the Ministry of Darkness? Ministry of Darkness when he's um single by himself, right? I couldn't think of the first word. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, it's... uh Oh, and also here we've got <clears throat> these, I forgot. The Storm um, Hogan figures. Ooh. These are, number one, super hard to get now if you didn't pre-order them. And we have the entire set. And... um. They're, they're something. They're really cool, you know, looking. I'll take one of them out. They're cool looking. They come with accessories. I mean, they're, they're something else. The whole line is just crazy. They're, and they're all different. He has a boa in one of them. I mean, it's just crazy just to see what, what they've come out with over the years. So I have a question, right? Because I've had this conversation with my friend Jonathan, who, by the way, said dope collection. Oh, thank um, you. Thank you. So one thing we always talk about, right? Because another friend of mine had told me, if you unbox them, you can't trust them. As far as what? So you can't trust somebody that unboxes their collectibles. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, funny enough, we do have a lot of good friends that do collect loose. And the reason, the main reason, I don't want to see every reason. The main reason for collecting loose is that they just don't have the room. Like, I mean, we really had to find a place where we could put all this. And now, you know, you see we're ceiling to floor and there's still some new figures coming out every single day. Every single month, there's a new release, you know, and it's hard to keep up. So sometimes you either got to buy one, they call it MOC, which is mint on card, or you buy, you know, you just buy the box. You don't care how the box comes in and you open it and the figures mint where you just open the box yourself. You know, it came only to you. And it wasn't, you know, messed with or anything like that. And it's got all the accessories and it's full and complete. And that's, you know, it's just really a space issue from what I've heard. Um, obviously, you know, we have some that are loose because they're just cool. <laughs> like, you can't touch the accessories if it's in the box. But, I mean, you can't really beat the display, I want to say, in the uh, the boxes only. Yeah. So... We're going to definitely get back to talking about that, but we do want to talk wrestling with you. Yes. Okay. Okay. How are we feeling about Hell in a Cell? How are we feeling about it? We're going to let the guests go first because you are you are in our spotlight. Okay. Um. Well, I'm a Randy Orton girl, so I'm happy. Oh, <laughs> let's so let's put it that way. Randy Orton jokes then. Okay, cool. We know you approve. Yep, yep. I've always liked him. I mean, since he was, you know, young and up and coming, I always liked him. That was one of, I mean, a lot of times I share the the wrestling shirts with my man, but that was one that he bought me. That was my first shirt, my RKO with the green. Oh, I have the, right, yeah, you know. the blue, like the blue one with the mm-hmm. white writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got great gear. I mean, he's, I, I've been saying like, he's of course getting older, but his skill set and his, I mean, he does it so effortlessly, effortlessly, no, like no matter what he does. I mean, he's, he's got the mic, he's got the crowd, he's got the attitude and he can turn on you in two seconds. What, what part of um, Randy Orton as a heel, like which heel character do you like the most? I mean, I have to say, I like him the most when you almost think that he's going to, even though we know better with Randy, but 
when you almost think that he's going to do the right thing. And that's happened so often, but that you're just like, oh, okay, you know what? He's really giving props. He's, you know, he's got it. Then boom, RKO out of nowhere. It's like, I mean, and it's happened. I can't even give you like a specific one, but it's just, you're like, oh, all right, this is going to go somewhere. And bam, no, no, we, we thought, we thought too much. <laughs> when he um, RKO'd Beth Phoenix, what was your reaction? Oh, man. I mean, you know, he does it to I, to Beth Phoenix. He does this, and you go, you don't touch her. Like, what are you doing? You you don't know if you like Randy Orton or you, you hate him. You, you don't know what to do. <laughs> but you know what, though? That was, like, the definition for, in my eyes, right, when he did that, where he said that legend killer got no genre, like, got no gender. Like, he'll go and fuck up both of them. So, which, as much as I didn't like it, because I love Beth Phoenix. Right. Um, That's just classic. He's just a fucking man for that. Like, it was just the perfect thing to, like, start that feud. And um, the only thing, like, I loved that match, but I hated that it was the main event. That happens a lot, too. I, I, I catch that in a lot of events. So, like... And especially because me and Mikey were trying to attempt this conversation on Saturday where, because Bleacher Report had reported that they had predicted that the Bailey match was going to be at the end. So I already knew for a fact Roman, the tribal chief, is not going to get his shit at the end. I knew it because everyone's already expecting it. They all know. Right, they're going to start it off. They're going to start it off because we all knew Roman was going to end up getting it so the feud could continue until Mania or whatever the case may be. So, there was only two options. And honestly, I even fucking forgot about Drew versus Randy. Because it was like surprise at the end. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, I was just so tired of the storyline. It's like, okay, you made the champion now. So, you can now either do something with Roman Reigns that could pick up after the feud with Jay or whatever the case may be. Just start something to, like, raise, like boil the pot a little bit or go off against the fiend again you know right and he's getting a lot of a lot of um you know play as it is which you know of course you saw if you watch the you know the following stuff <laughs> oh yeah i saw i saw monday um well we haven't seen today obviously right but Excuse me. Is this this is the Halloween one too? The ho- the horror film. Hallow- Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc's um tonight. Today? Oh, okay. Shotzi Blackheart hosting. She's a she's dope. I like Shotzi. I really yeah. You know the the women for sure have come a long way. I mean i I can't say that I'm a huge female wrestling fan because I'm not. But the people that you I want to say can really say, all right, well, they're up to the men's standard. I want to say because sometimes people just, you know, shut off the women's matches. But when mm-hmm. they when they make it like what you're used to and what you came up watching, it's worth it then. Like the NXT females always gave me that vibe to always keep tuning in. I mean, I did fall off honestly from NXT after Ashka and Bobby Roode got moved up. Honestly. Right. Um, yeah, I she would, definitely did. I really did. 
She did. Like I was I was really invested in NXT at that time. Like I was really invested. We're talking about when Bailey was still there, when Shinsuke went off against Sami Zayn. Like when the NXT actually treated their champions like fucking champions and not pawns to be played and and made fools of. Um so for me ever since then, like I love the Street Profits. I was very confused when I was first introduced to them. <laughs> I think they're confused. Honestly. <laughs> like when I saw them first in NXT, I'm like, what? Okay, fuck it. But it's just like another version of the New Day in my eyes. They, If they've got a gimmick that people are like, okay, and they can sell merch on them, and they're entertaining at the end of the day, and they're, they're not half bad wrestlers, of course, then and, we'll rock and with them. And they're an actual tag team, though, because WWE likes to fucking split up all the goddamn tag teams. Exactly. Eventually, yeah. it's like, all right, you're going to get your singles running. You're going to get your singles running. You know, mm-hmm. what happened to, it's like, you know, what happened to New Day? <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. We're still but, here. Yeah. That's going to go into our next topic um, because Big E had stated one of the reasons he went solo is because of Daniel Bryan inspiring him to. Okay. Well, I mean, he deserves it for sure. I mean, oh, he's. Yeah. He's well past due for a singles run, for sure. I kind of wish he had a little more time with New Day, though. I mean, they're still they're still kind of coming back together. I've seen them a couple times, still back, you know. Well, they're doing together. The podcast, according yeah, to yeah, yeah, exactly. And they they play video games and stuff. I don't know what it's called. I don't watch it, but um, I know they they always get together to do that stuff. Yeah, I don't. See, I, you know, it's almost like just not having enough time during the day. I know they do the stuff. I just can never catch like what it is, or, you know. And even like we went to, um, you know, we were at WrestleMania. I forget. Hmm, I want to say, who? Maybe before NXT. I think that night. I think they had the um the video game, uh, the million dollar contest that they do. And, um, you know, prior to that, all the uh, promotions and everything like that, they had, you know, had this person was, you know, way up on the, you know, on the um, on the scale of being able to compete for the million dollar check or whatever the case was. I think that to be AJ, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, we got to see all that. And it's a lot of stuff that you don't get to see, I guess, unless you buy maybe, maybe the DVD. But it's really cool. It's cool to see in person a lot of the backstage stuff. And we got to see. Oh man, I tell you what, <laughs> it was really something last year. For, we we picked a great year to go. We had a great time. And that's dope. So we had that match in Hell in a Cell. What about? I mean, Sasha, Sasha and Bailey really got me. Um, I, I was telling Katie that <clears throat> I wouldn't have put the title on on Sasha right away. I would have stretched that feud out just a little bit. Have have them cause each other matches that'll build it up until like to build that towards like um the 60 minute Iron Man that they had in NXT just to revisit revisit that moment instead of just putting the belt on Sasha right away. I always hope that they have a reason for switching titles that fast. But, you know, again, 
It's Vince McMahon. He doesn't need a reason for anything. Exactly. Tits McMahon, bro. Tits McMahon. <laughs> That's it. He can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. And, you know, like tomorrow, he could pull the title if he wants it. It's just, you know, it's one of those things. Sometimes we like to have the flow of why they got the title wrong because they, you know, they needed it and it was their time. But then sometimes it's taken away just as fast as it was given. Or they have it way too long and you're like, do you still have the strap? Like, <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah. I mean, I think the one match from Hell in a Cell that I was drawn to the most was the Roman and um, Jay match. I don't know. It's just something about that storyline. Like, it's for me, it, it, it's so personal <clears throat> that you're drawn into it. I knew I was. Yeah, because it's family. And, you know, mm-hmm. the Samoan dynasty has such deep roots in wrestling from the get-go, yeah. from the beginning, from before Jimmy and Jay were even, and even Roman were even thought of. Right. Fucking Rikishi, Umaga. Exactly. Wow. We just we just had him, you know, as a guest also not too long ago. He He's something else for sure. Um, Rikishi? Yep. We need to he's figure such, out. Yo, it nice must guy. be easy, like, somehow to get Rikishi, because it's the third person I heard that found a way to get Rikishi to do their event. Like, what is the secret to this? Like, I, I, you just have to get in contact with their people. That's really, you know, what it is. And he was, he was really something. And the, the my favorite part about that, not to take you guys away from, you know, what you're talking about, but he is the stories, mm. you know, and how proud he is of them, all of them. And I mean, he means it from the bottom of his toes. You know what I'm saying? Like with every fiber of his being, he is so proud of these guys. And and then it really, and when you, you know, you get to talk to him or meet him, or even if you watch the documentaries or you see an interview with him, you see it. And like you just said, you're invested, right? When you hear that even more, you kind of take some of your real life and you take your wrestling love in life. That's like your little mm-hmm. fantasy life. And you go, wow, like this is really, it almost brings a tear to your eye. It's really... You know, whether they're being heel or they're baby face, regardless, it's really something. Yeah, because they were they were able to take that torch and and keep keep the keep the legacy going. Because even too, yep. you you still got um Tamina, you still got Naya. Yeah. So it was like when you think that there's they're done, there's still more. And you right. know, it's, it's real dope to see. It really is. I agree. It's really, and it was well done, also. Yeah, yeah, because we, because I grew up, fucking, um, Yoko, and Rock, then Rikishi, Umaga, and now the Usos, Roman, Naya, Tamina. Yep. So it's like, yo, it's it's almost like watching. You grew up on the hearts, so it's almost right. like, yo, you grew up. It's, it's it's like, you're you're so connected. Like you know, that's why that's probably to sum up why I'm so invested into that storyline because it's like yo, like I don't grew up watching all these, like that whole family tree, and there's gonna be more to come. No, it's true, and as they just keep killing it on stage and in events, and really just the performance level that they're at. I mean, it's unmatched, and they're just going to keep going to the top. You know, it's exciting to watch, actually. Word. No, it is, it is. And I, I liked the most that we saw, like, 
at the end of the match where um Afa came out and actually gave him the tribal lay. Like it just if they like WWE really knew how to fuck with your heartstrings this pay-per-view. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I mean. And like I said, if you tie a little bit of what you do know outside the ring with that, you go, wow, that's it, it's huge. Not only on a it's almost like a a, a silent passing of the torch in a way. Yeah, I agree. Did anything else stand out for you guys for the pay-per-view? Um no, not really. Not Law really. Law and Order just made me laugh. Because I've been binging Law and Order for like the last... Okay. So, going now, speaking of Otis, right? Mm-hmm. And I was having this conversation with Katie. I think if it wasn't yesterday, it was the day before yesterday. It's did always, you, it was the other day. Did you catch um, Heavy Machinery's Ride Along? I didn't see it now. I watched okay. them sometimes. But I didn't catch that one. <clears throat> when they were doing the ride along, they were talking about like when they have to do like that um pro they have to work on their promo in okay. um the performance center. Mm-hmm. So I was telling Katie if WWE was smart, they would capitalize on Tucker's character that he was doing the promo in um when he was in the performance center. Now that he's turned on Otis. It's right. almost like that ladies' man, but as a heel. Because we know like how Rick, um, Rick Rude was, right? Right. So I think that the WWE should definitely, yo, like it was it was a it was kind of funny to watch, but as a like, yo, like this is the perfect, this is the perfect heel character. If they don't like if they were smart, now that he's turned on Otis, they would jump right on that character and bring that character to life. And it may be, you know, now that I, I don't think that they ever thought that Otis was going to stand out by himself like he has, that he actually captured the entire WWE universe and the, the you know, the entire locker room, really, that he was mm-hmm. going to do it by himself. And he has. I think they thought that he was going to be a joke and then, you know, one and done and like we never see him again. But, you know, he's but- proved everybody wrong. I mean, it's like why give him, but why give him the briefcase if you were gonna take it away from him and give it to the Miz? I didn't even think that was that that could actually happen. And I, I thought that like certain laws and like things that are sacred in WWE, like when we saw, and this is not me shitting on the Women's Royal Rumble, but we all definitely saw for a long ass time there's only meant to be one Royal Rumble, and that was supposed to be men, right? You know, um, it was hard to share the spotlight when it when they started splitting everything. Yeah, like um, oh, someone t- commented. Daniel Miller said Bailey and Sasha was match of the night, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, teach its own. Yeah, I'm. I I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I would say that myself. Um, I wasn't as invested in that match, I would say, only because I would have I would have stretched that feud out a little more as far as the title is concerned. And I would have definitely built up to that Iron Man, uh, that Iron Woman match. That's just me. That's how I would have did it. Um, but I mean it was it was 
It was physical. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, it was very physical. That there was that was convincing as all hell. L- like if, like obviously we know certain things of WWE is actually sports entertainment. Like they really sold the hell out of that. Yeah, it was it was a re- it was a very very good match. I me I don't. I guess I didn't really put thought to it as far as giving a match the match of the night. But yeah, but it was a very good match. I liked it. Yeah, no, I agree. I think they're really talented. They've come a long way also. That's, I mean, if you've been watching from the beginning, it's, again, good to see them grow and change and move through the waves when, you know, they could just, again, be a forgotten, you know. Word. Female wrestler that's like, oh, oh yeah, I kind of remember them at one point. Yeah. I mean, I like the way the match ended, which gave me that NXT nostalgia when she was um as she was kicking the chair. That was like that was some NXT shit. Me watching that happen in NXT, so it was cool to see that. So that's probably like the one part of the match that I enjoyed the most, just because of you know the history of it and where they came from. Yep, exactly. I think it was a nod to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, what do you? How do you feel about? And this is probably just taking shit straight off of WWE at the very moment, because, like you said, as far as like, you know, having that talent that's like, oh yeah, I remember, you know, oh yeah, I, I forgot that she even AEW. I love it. I watch it. We have all the figures. That's I didn't get to that corner of the wall, but <laughs> we mm. have all the figures. Love Jericho. Always loved him. The Cody's champion. great. Le champion. <laughs> um, you know, MJF is, you know, the the entire inner circle. I mean, even even um, you know, Moxley crossing over. Yeah, you know, that was crazy. And I think that they give the opportunity. I don't think one's better than the other. I enjoy watching Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know. Uh, oh, listen. Oh, the we, we watch ev- exactly. <laughs> we watch it all the time. And, you know, we even, you know, run it back sometimes just to say, oh, okay. And we like to watch the dark shows and everything like that. But I think that people feel jealous that something else is out there. Not that it's even giving competition. I don't want to say that. They, I feel like they are happily coexisting and they're mm. giving people that might not get the shot in WWE because it's so humongous to shine. Right. And I'm enjoying that they give those people that shine and we can watch them on the AEW stage. And even some of the um, legends you get to see again. Yeah, you know they. Arn Anderson got, did the the spine buster the other exactly, day. Exactly, exactly. You know, you got Tully. I mean, it, there's, it's, it's not better. It's different and it's fantastic. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, think about it. It's I really, they, it really is. I mean, I just hope that they built their, their um, women division strong. Not that it's not strong. But it's right. it's not in no way, shape, or form right now. It's not topping WWE's women division. No, for sure not. And I mean, you have to remember that although AEW's new, obviously, mm-hmm. which we all know, even though you see so many familiar faces that came up through the ranks, 
but um, WWE spent a lot of time developing the women's evolution, which became a revolution. And now they're, you know, main eventing WrestleMania, like whoever thought that you would see that. Yo, isn't it so crazy? The success of AEW. Don't you think in maybe some way Jeff Jarrett might be throwing glass cups at the wall? Because remember when he was he first he he was TNA, then he right. went to go do his own start up his own um company, and it just never really took off. Um, and now you got AEW, which is so successful, and it's like, damn, I feel I feel bad for Jeff in a way. Yeah, I mean, but then it's like you know, it's a company from that was that's ran by independents who know what like who know what the fans want. And they shit. We're about to get an all AEW game, right? So I mean, I think that was on Hulu though. That'd be dope. Yeah, that and I think you know eventually they're gonna get their own ordeal, but it took a long time. I mean, WWE Network has been around for years, but it wasn't around as long as other things were around. You know, so of course, as with any good thing, it takes time. But I'm a big fan of the underdog where you have to remember a year ago, cause they just passed the year that everybody was like, Oh, you guys are buying into it. It's going to be a t-shirt company. I know you remember that. Yeah. And when they were doing their rallies and their, you know, their fireworks and their whole thing. And I'm like, I don't think dusty Rhodes kids are going to just be like, Oh, right. selling t-shirts. Like, I don't think, and we never thought it was going to be that way. I'm very happy that it wasn't like that. Because right. it is entertaining. They do, of course, do wrestling the same way Impact does it, that NXT does it, uh, Raw, SmackDown, whatever it is. But it's different in a way, too. Yeah. They, they're shining their own light on on the, on the crew that they've got over there. And they do different things. And they, you know, they push it a little too far. Which is almost, you know, reminiscent of WWE back in the day when we were growing up, that we were all getting in trouble for, you know, running around with the DX stuff. So oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're pushing it a little bit. Then if you notice, you'll see, um, you know, Raw push it a little too far. They'll say the B word or, you know, like right before they say something that they're getting a little edgy, which is nice. It's a nice thing. And that's what we grew up with. I, I don't know if uh, TV watchers now are, you know, wanting that or whatever but it's still it's still kid friendly yeah. it's not like kids don't hear that and i think that it kind of makes it fun and it does make it different and all their characters are different i don't see like a you know a copycat really per se that you're not going to get an orange cassidy in wwe no and i absolutely love him i He's sit and laugh. <laughs> i'm like yo this guy though <laughs> like squeezed who do, they're like the other night they were coming out best friends and he's like um accompanying to the ring and I'm like he's like 20 steps behind them how is he accompanying them <laughs> he's yeah. like all the way back here like what is going on but again it, it makes you sit there like wow but then again somebody's coming out of them with all their force and he's just like whoop yeah. <laughs> like a little dip not even break never breaking a sweat nothing he's great another another one another um uh, one of them that drew me in quickly and that was, it was the first time I saw him it was the match with Cody was um Darby Allen oh man listen let me tell you something about Darby Allen <laughs> 
That is my dude. Cannot wait till a figure comes out with him. We saw him in, I think, if I'm not mistaken, again, terrible with the with the show names and stuff. We've seen him in whatever he was in before. I want to say it's Evolve. I could be wrong. I think, it, I but think, we, it's, I think it was Evolve. Was Evolve? Okay. So now WWE owns Evolve. They bought it um, during COVID or something. But um, before, like, we watched this show. I forget what it was called, but it was a documentary where the guy went around and met um, people like Darby Allen. And I think um, Drew McIntyre was there at one point, too. I think because these videos, like, went really far back. It was a documentary. I think we watched it on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And it was where they showed Darby Allen how he was straight edge and he's a skateboarder and, you know, everything. And I mean, how they took the bumps and the broken bones and the, you know, the hospital trips and everything like that. Like he got zipped up in a body bag full of tacks, you know, like it was really reminiscent mm -hmm. of, again, what we grew up with and that we knew and loved. And it was edgy and it was like, oh, no, what are they going to do? And, and I felt like, wow, if somebody picks him up. And then as soon as AEW was like, we got Darby Allen, I was like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> like, no way! He's amazing. And it, and and another one, and I haven't seen him on TV lately, and, and I don't I don't know why, but um, Sean Spears, like that was a dude. Yeah, I is is he was, injured? Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I'm assuming so, being that he hasn't been on TV in so long. He could be injured, and we're just not hearing about. I mean, maybe background. Yeah, right. And but no, he's not, good too, definitely. Like it's such a shame that once he got um put on the main roster, that shit just went down the toilet. Cause even seeing him get into the rumble at the number ten spot, it was just like yes, right. So you know, I mean, I hope to see him grow in AEW. Cause you know, what I mean, it is cool. One thing I I would love for AEW to stop doing is throwing their jabs at WWE. Because, right. you know, at this point, it's just like, okay, guys, because when I tune in to Raw SmackDown... But that's the thing, though. That's what Jericho's going to use, the bad-mouthing WWE and everything, just so he could keep promoting AEW and have the cloud on But it's kind, it's kind of corny. It is corny. It's extremely corny. I see. I know the tactic. I understand the tactic. But it's just like, all right, come on. Like, you know what I mean? Did you not have a place to work for, like, the past 25,000 years? Of course. Of course. And he's, and he's probably, like, if, 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 Jer if nobody thinks Jericho is a goat, then they tripping. Right, like or they he, haven't been like, watching or paying attention. Right, because he's <laughs> managed to reinvent himself. Like, you got a damn clipboard over. A clipboard, a list. That is, funny enough, one of my favorite figures. I'll tell you what. That that just saying and just standing there, you, you just made the list. list. <laughs> like, so stupid, but so epic. Like, it's top, top notch, for real. Yeah. And he didn't need it. That was the funny part. He was still the goat Jericho before that. He didn't need it. He didn't need to wear a, you know a, a scarf all day. <laughs> he was already but over, you know. The fact the fact that he's a heel, and he can make an entrance, and the whole crowd sing his song. Like at that point, if you're not if you're not in the legend spotlight, I don't know what to call it. It's just like Randy Orton. We all. Randy could be a heel as much as he wants, but 
Randy, Randy Orton is Randy Orton. Right. Just like Austin is Austin, Rock is Rock, Taker is Taker. That's right. You hear that that music drop? It's like wow. Yeah, and you they know, are they are the Takers. They are the Austin, like you said. They are the RKO of the of the world. It's just Cena, like you said, Jericho Cena. and Cena. Of course, you can hate him, love him. It doesn't matter. He's still a sixteen time champ. <laughs> He's so. gonna come back for seventeen. You you know he got tired. He's going to get one over on Rick. Come on. We were just talking about that, actually. I don't know, last night, the night before, <clears throat> where we were saying that's um, Randy Orton's 14th, you know, holding the strap. And, you know, uh, Cena hasn't been around, obviously, so he's stopped at 16 at the moment. But maybe when he gets there, when he's up there, 15, might see Cena pop his head back in and, and be like, oh, who do you think you're trying to come up to be? Yeah. I mean, I kind of thought that I kind of thought it happened on purpose. Like he didn't like he didn't want to pass the record. That's like that's kind of what I thought. That's just me and my thoughts. That was like, I don't know, maybe Cena didn't want to pass it, like pass Rick's record on purpose. But I could be wrong. Well, he was actually he <clears throat> he gave him the nod. Um, I forget what we were watching, but he was like, yeah, he's he's the man. You know, when you got the stamp of uh, Ric Flair, <laughs> you don't really need much more. Yes, definitely. Fucking, um, and shouts to Tits McMahon. He's actually in the um the chat room. Shouts to Michael Bostic. Happy birthday, my guy. Happy Scorpio birthday. gang. Yo, yes. we should got his ass yesterday. We so got his ass yesterday. Handy Orton. One for us. <laughs> when we tell you this was the old, mind you, now he cannot, he feels like he can't trust any one of us because we've been lying to his face for a whole month about <laughs> planning his birthday party. Like, we, we, I, we, like, I dead ass lied, took a friend, a picture of my friends who's a stripper, sent it to him. Said that she's gonna be your stripper for the night. End up having his girlfriend giving him a lap dance in the middle of the radio station. <laughs> it, it was it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, secrets. Yes. So, the group that you're a part of, right? Yes. How did that even? How did that even come about? Well, they've been around for quite a few years before I was even a member. And actually, I found them. I kind of stumbled upon it. Like I said, we went to WrestleMania weekend. We went from Friday through Monday. We skipped SmackDown. And that was, again, um, 2019 we went. And I was just kind of looking for something to do aside from the main events. I mean, we went to the Hall of Fame. We went to NXT. We went to two access sessions. We went to Mania. We went to Raw. So I was like, oh, I wonder if there's, you know, groups on Facebook. There's got to be wrestling people that collect figures or whatever. And sure enough, I ran across their page and I started, you know, just say like anybody going. Of course, it was in New York and New Jersey. So we're like, you know, who's who's around and everything. So I started making friends there a little bit before Mania. And I didn't meet anybody and meet up with anybody out there. But I started, you know chatting and you know they saw that we collect you know people say they collect figures but you know we collect figures <laughs> you know they saw that we were for real and i'm not like some you know it's like we were talking about before like the women and the men 
teenagers and they can sit and they could talk about this all day long like that. But, you know, when you see a girl that's kind of like one of the guys, which, you know, I mean, you know me in my whole life, you know, we could be in a studio setting or we could be, you know, in suit and tie. It's, right. you know, you know, I get that with when they saw that I was like them, um, you know, we really started getting cool and I got cool with the admins and everything like that. And they asked me to be a part of one of their sister groups as an admin, which is called the Nerd Closet, which is, you know, basically, uh, um, you know, nostalgic toys and movies and games and whatever the case is. And they're a sister team to the asylum. I spend most of my day hanging out in there and, um, you know, figures and videos and, uh, you know events and um, meet and greets of course and we started doing they asked me to start helping them with the promotion of the meet and greets now where that started was because of COVID hit so hard they thought you know what could we do because nobody can go to meet and greets like the cons and stuff like that everything's cancelled what can we do so they thought hey maybe just maybe our established name and be like, hey, we run this group. What would you guys be interested in doing this? And sure enough, we've been able to get an entire roster of people. They and I believe um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan was the first one signing autographs, and people were sending their stuff in and their figures, like you know, anything. Some sometimes they have ring worn gear that they sell and they sign it right there live for them. And, um, you know, we've had, we had animal, you know, which I mean, he, he was like family to us. Not only was he a guest, he, he became, you know, one of the family and, you know, he was actually, we were going to do another show with him right before he passed. And, uh, you know, it was really killer. He was, yeah. you know, amazing. And, you know, not just only as a talent, but as a person. And it's really cool because you get to know them like in a regular setting also, not just on the stage, not as a legend, just as people. Just as cool as me and you were talking. And yeah. that's that's really been, you know, it. and all it takes is one one animal of the group to say, hey, why don't you guys come do a show? with these guys they know what they're doing they're all about it love wrestling they're gonna do you right and you're gonna get a lot of viewers and a lot of publicity and we're gonna you know do a great show for you and you get to hear their stories and their favorite memories and you hear the people coming on in, in Streamyard like this and saying i saw you when i was five years old and my father and my grandfather brought me and you know this this and that and they get they're like i remember that show and i mean it's amazing as many blows to the head that they've taken yeah. And as many headers that they've gone off, you know, on their face onto the concrete, they know exactly what you're talking about. And they remember it. And, and it's almost like you're reliving it with them and you get to talk to them for a few minutes. And it, it kept the the ability to have the live meet and greet without anybody being in danger. And we've had so much success with it. And I mean, these guys work beyond. There is no harder workers putting shows together than these guys. The the admins in the asylum are unbelievable. They travel to go help the talent. They work mm. endlessly and everybody works a full-time job. They share mm. on hundreds of pages, say, hey, come join us. And the the beauty of it is even if you don't join on the on the stream yard, you know, to meet the person and everything, you could still watch the show and you could watch the story. 
and it gets shared live on the virtual asylum, which is a public page. Secret. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, right? I'm still here. First of all, I see my man doing his podcasting. I'm hella like here geeking out right now. But um, so I, I, me and Ray were part of like we not a part of a network, but we support a network heavy that does podcasts for wrestlers and all of this, and they do events. Um, shout out to the Jabba Tears podcast, by the way. Um, and they kind of created their own little community where you can literally gather either virtually or during the pay-per-views in order to um, still bring back that whole unity, um, especially during COVID. Like, they were doing viewing parties. So before... Um, COVID, how do you feel like all of these communities could do better in terms of like what's going on in the world right now? How they can do better in keeping, almost keeping the old normal in our new normal? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I mean, I can definitely say that, I mean, we're over 4,000 members in the one group. And I mean, everything gets shared across the board. So like, you know, the nerd closet does what the asylum does and the virtual asylum. And, you know, they're in connection with a, a, a custom group that's called World Championship Customs. They make custom figures and stuff like that. And they all really try to exactly like you said, um, when an event's on, they'll usually do a live chat. And if you want in on the chat, all you got to do is just comment and everybody gets added to the chat. So it's almost like you guys are all sitting around. And like you said, you can do a, a watch party where you can have X amount of people in the in the live stream or whatever the case is. And I mean, I think that's the way that it's got to be for now until we could safely return to what we're used to. I mean, right. I don't see live shows coming back right now. I don't see live cons coming back. However, there are a lot of live meet and greets, which I was surprised about. I'm happy that I haven't heard anything detrimental to date, but I do know a lot of guys that run, you know, their toy stores and, um, you know, they're doing live meet and greets with people. And, you know, I guess it's okay. I won't be there, but, you know, yeah. I guess they're trying to keep that, that, hand-to-hand -hand, shaking somebody's hand like oh my god i'm meeting my my idol you know mm -hmm. somebody that i grew up looking up to and they're trying to keep that alive but i really don't think that they're getting the turnout that they'd normally get had it you know been prior to this so i think the little changes in making a, a watch party sharing events across the board um you know, having live chats, having, you know, admins of groups come on and be like, all right, what are we talking about? Um, going on when there's a pay-per-view and saying, okay, no spoilers, but if you want to chat, we're going to chat in a private chat. And that mm. keeps the, you know, the secret of whatever happened in the pay-per-view to yourselves. If That's you are dope. sitting and watching it, that kind of thing. That's and you could dope. still have that brothership, that, that brotherhood rather, that, that friendship with everybody without, number one, spoiling the show for everybody. Number two without having to see anybody, which some people might well prefer, <laughs> or, you know, actually just, you know, feeling some type of normal in a world where this is anything but normal. Thank you for answering that for me, because I would always wonder how people see certain things nowadays, because I already succumbed to the fact, like, because I also, outside of what I do, the photographer, raise manager, PR, everything else, um, 
I teach after school for a school in the Bronx. Okay. Um, and even though we are now home all the time, you know, I feel like this might just be it for a long time. And I'm okay. I'm personally decentralized to the feeling of having to go back um, because we don't know what's going on with this current virus. So you're still building a community. You're building a community within the school to foster safety for these kids and for each other, you know, so we can still do the right thing by these kids while keeping them safe at the same time. Will you get bored at sit- by sitting on your butt all the time? Hell yeah. Right. Who doesn't? We but, do that normally before COVID. Yeah. But now you actually sitting here and realizing what we all lost. So while the world, I guess, takes the time to reset, I guess, from this virus, you know, because it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, yeah. And maybe wave after wave. Unfortunately, they don't know enough about it to unleash everybody back into the wild like all right go back to normal the buzzer went off boop you know and while you gotta make sure you're okay and like we gotta stop playing right now that that the no masks and stuff like that but we just need to realize that this is the norm right now and it's okay i think we've done okay i think you know as you know, it's not like TV went away. It's not like the internet got shut down because of the virus. You, it's not like the radio shut off. You know, you it's not like um, people still can't do live, uh, you know, album releases or they're doing the the verses, which I think is really cool. That you know, I think that they've and it's they and we as people have changed with it, where we've almost come up with. Sometimes, in in some instances, I say things that are even cooler than things. I bet you they wouldn't have been coming up with verses, you know, battles and stuff like that. I bet you they wouldn't be doing live um, streamed uh, concerts from their basement. You know, I know Fabulous just dropped something and I was like, oh, okay. You know, and I think it almost um, humbled people mm-hmm. to have to sit down, sit back and go, all right, we need to think outside the box to keep this going. Otherwise, everything is going to shut down and we're going to be ruined. And that's music. That's entertainment. It's it's TV. It's, you know, uh, meet and greets, like anything like that. Like, what are we going to do? And somewhere along the way, we as a you know community, whether it be wrestling, music, you know, just in life in general. I mean, places that never even had remote work have been able to work from home. Yeah. Like, who knew? I know I never worked from home. I've been working in the same place for 18 years. I never was able to work from home. If I was sick, I had to take the day off. Now, if, if you're sick, they're like, sit in your pajamas and do your work. Right. You know, yeah. so it's it's changed, I think, in a good way. In, in, most, in most aspects, anyway. It's changed in a good way. And I think that um, when everything does get back to some kind of semblance of normal, what we're used to anyway, whatever you want to call normal, I think that we're going to take all this new stuff with us, that it's going to be an opportunity and an option where Mm -hmm. it never was. Nobody ever even thought of meeting, you know, legends through your phone while you're sitting on the couch. Right. It wasn't a thing. Even WWE jumped on that where for two minutes you could sit and talk to Big E. Mm Mm-hmm. 
You didn't have that. It didn't matter how much you were paying. You could never do that. <laughs> you know? And you know what they also do, right? Um, th- Shit, there was an app. What's the app called? What's the app called? It's on your phone, right? And now, mind you, you, you got to pay a little money, right? It's called Cameo. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They're, the guys that we have, they do that. Yep, that's they weren't doing that. <laughs> yeah, very so, cool. So you could get people to like fucking wish you a happy birthday. Got got yeah. bread though. I'm not gonna flex like that. That's a hell of money. Like Biggie charges like three hundred dollars just for one hello. Well, it all depends on who exactly you're getting. Like you're getting the shout out from because you don't even. It, it doesn't even need to be a happy birthday. I know someone who used it as a drop. So that's what they, you know, that's what he's running with. But we all know where that drop, I know where the drop came from. But, you know, whatever, whatever makes, you know, whatever makes the situation better. And, you know, even, even that whole thing, like where you were just explaining secrets, like there's no plan B. I was perfect example, someone without a plan B. COVID ruined everything for me. So I have really had to sit and think like, yo, like what the hell am I going to do? And then. Shit, quarantine rap, and then fucking the the live stream, EP listening. So you know it's oh, the flawless one. <clears throat> perfectly, perfectly flawless event. Flawless. Um, but as you know, it's like, what's next? What's gonna be the next best thing? And then now, all right. So going back to what you said, like with the with the the live shows, and I know Jabber Tears does like you know they they just put on the show recently in legends and in new york do you think that for those type of um events is it easier do would you like let's say you were going to one right would you go to one comfortable at 50 percent capacity or at 25 percent? me i would choose a 25 at this point I would definitely have to say it's got to be le- the less people, the better. And I know people could say you, you're being ridiculous. You this and that I've been called. I don't even know what, but you know what? I'd rather be safe than sorry. I'd rather if I'm at 25% capacity somewhere, I know that I basically am not going to be elbow to elbow with people. They're not going to have me on a three foot line or a two foot line from somebody that could be sniffling and blowing their nose, you know, doing sneezing all over the place or just even breathing for that matter. And I don't have to worry about somebody being too close to me. And, you know, I know that they're going to be taking the proper precautions. As they start to open things back up more, that you're going to see more places where it's 50%, 100% capacity. Because they're just going to be like, we're tired of this. We're just going to do it. Oh, well. And come if you want or don't come. We don't care. Right. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. But and then what's gonna happen is more shutdowns. And then we start all over again. And it's just like, can we get it together here? So with the point is to stay home, to stop this, and so we can go back to doing this because eventually this virus has to die out. It has to. Like I made I made like a funny video of this recently, and I'm gonna point my phone to the camera. This was done on October 9th of this month I'm going to play it Oh this god is, not this shit again No this is Florida Oh yeah they don't care that's Florida that is, they don't care That is Florida How many people you see on top of each other and no mask And that's very irresponsible 
for the venue to allow. And if I was the DJ hired to play that, I probably would have backed out. I don't care. I would give you your money back, whatever down payment you put to pay me to play. But I'm not stepping. I'm not stepping foot in this venue at all. That is too many people on top of each other for that to even be happening. And it's things like that that ruin, like the next um, Jabatier's event because numbers keep rising and people keep traveling, coming back, and not self quarantine themselves. Then so it's like, oh, I'm gonna go to Florida or I'm gonna go to Puerto Rico. I'm gonna come back and I gotta go back to work or I gotta go bartend and barcode. You know how many right. people? But until until somebody that matters slaps their hands, they they're running wild because they're allowed to. They've been told, okay, it's all right to do this, so they're just gonna keep going. And until they say no, 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 like they told us in March, like everybody stay in, and then it was like, ooh, we had the fear. Then it was like, all right, we can kind of come out. Then we're gonna keep coming out a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more, and it drives us crazy. So we're definitely on your team when it comes to, you know, uh, you ain't catching me nowhere. You're definitely not catching me at a WWE event, shoulder to shoulder with people. Right. You're not catching me waiting online like I waited, you know, to go to the Barclays Center. <laughs> Forget that. I'll watch it at home. Right. And that was, and, and, you know, not to, to keep promoting the event I had, but that was one of the things that we made sure, me, Katie, made sure is that we... Yo, we're not gonna go over because we didn't even have fifty people in the building. And if in what you didn't what you didn't see on the camera is that the people who were in person weren't arm around each other sitting on the chair. They were actually and we didn't ask them to do it, they just did it themselves. They were separated. Right. Even though we had like 45, 50 chairs lined up, they scattered all over the place. And you know, like for me, 25% capacity, 20% capacity is good for me. Even over the summer, um, the pool, um, I forgot what how many people they allowed in the pool, but I said I'm like, yo, as soon as I see this place starts getting packed, I'm jumping out the pool and I'm probably gonna leave. Because for you know, we're in a pandemic, and if you're allowing like what 75% capacity to and you know you're your limit for the pool is like between 100 and 200. What the fuck? Yeah, no, I'm jumping out of this pool as soon as I realize it's starting to get packed. Because how do you practice social distance? Well, that's the problem. It's either it's either you're going to be there or you're not going to be there. You're not going to go to places that have that problem. Right. You know, and if you're perfectly fine staying home, watch you're safer. Yeah. But regardless, I don't care what anybody has to say about it. Download We're safer. Network. Nine ninety nine a month. The first thirty days are free. <laughs> fucking watch it there. It's true, but people want that live experience, and you know they've even come up with you know where you get to uh, you know the live thing that they're doing. And I've the had a lot of guys yeah. in the group saying, you know, it's funny because they put you and they put you in the little corner. You know your your picture, like I see you there. You'll be in the little corner like this, but it still looks like you see it on TV. It's just that your your picture's in the corner. You know, but yeah. again, they're giving you that opportunity. 
your face might be on one of the screens that they have there. You would never see anything like this had this not been made out of necessity because of this. And it's dope that they did it because I was when the NBA did it, I was like, yo, why doesn't Vince get on this? And so I guess eventually it caught he, he caught on to it and it's like, let's do that. <laughs> and now and, and now said it right in that and, voice. And now NXT is doing it, which is super because it's like, damn, you're like, why I, why is NXT getting that same virtual love that Ron SmackDown's getting? Now they got it. And so it's right. you well, know, it's not like they're all perform like they normally would, where they everybody would be all together in the same venue. Mm. You know, it's not like when everybody travels to Florida, everybody's wrestling in Florida in the one arena and they do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever the case is, Monday, Wednesday, Friday now. And then, you know, you've got uh one the one in one arena, the one in another arena and everything like that. So they they probably had to be like, all right, well, wait a minute, we need four hundred TVs now and <laughs> we gotta set everything up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Oh, quick question, right? Oh, so we're really not going to talk about Big E, though. We getting there. Go ahead, ask. You you ask first. You said you had a question. You just want to throw off Big E, though. No, 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 no. Let's talk Big E. Yo, so Daniel Bryan is one of the reasons why my man Big E went on a solo run. I'm actually excited about this because when I was talking with Ray earlier, he said there was a big locker room huddle where Daniel Bryan was encouraging a lot of backstage changes. Well, I know the I know um that whole Shorty G shit. You know, what I mean, there was a few wrestlers that were lot like you know, what I mean, who approached Vince like you know that he needed to drop that 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 gimmick. Even 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 going from Chad Gable to Shorty G was just corny to me, because it's like, it's a joke. Like, you know, we all know how good Chad Gable actually is, and at this point, honestly, I think Chad Gable would probably most definitely find success in another um, promotion. Because you say that for a lot of wrestlers right now. I do because it's all it, it's it's true. Like you know, these are these are there's a lot of wrestlers that are not being utilized that I see them potentially becoming something somewhere else, where they have room to shine. Yeah. When the roster is overcrowded with stars, I mean, then again, too, is like if, even if it's overcrowded, we're only seeing the same. It's like you know, Hot ninety seven over there. We're only seeing right. the same. 12 to 15 guys every week. So we're not we're not seeing a lot of um we're not seeing so much of what m- maybe someone for NXT can do. Like Raw Underground was dope. But because of, you know, the outbreak, they had to stop it, but you know, that was that was somewhere that wrestlers could have gone if they would have did it better, they could have gone there showed their skill instead of having Dolph going down there. We all know what Dolph can do. Um, you know, people people like like these ladies that were running with um Shayna and, and Rhonda, that would have been the perfect format for them because that's more so what they do, but they're not even being utilized. So sometimes I, mean, I think they run out of ideas for certain people. 
You know, it's like they have so many people that they're trying to make the big stars bigger, per mm -hmm. se. And the, the the let's say the medium stars, for that matter, they just don't know what to do to not overshadow the main idea in some like, instances. Like um, this guy, what's his name? Um, Sazawa. I would have released him. I would have released him because even that gimmick is like, it's like almost, it's like putting... How what's the word to describe that gimmick? It's like putting and, and this is in no way I'm probably gonna get shit for this, but doing that to him is almost like giving an African American a plate with fried chicken and have them go down the aisle. This is gonna be your thing. You're gonna go down there, and your gimmick is somebody so full. Right. You got this guy going. It's like like a stereotype, a stereotypical yeah, there you go. character. That was the word, stereotypical. Yes. Yeah, stereotype characters. It's like, I, if I was him, I would have been back there. Like, no, it's a joke. Right, like you're Chinese, you're gonna be Chinese, man. That's your that's your gimmick. There you go. <laughs> or you're black, you're black man now, and you're white, you're a white man. That's your name and gimmick and everything. Just it, do what white bad. people do, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It, it, it's really whacking, you know, it, it sucks to see that happening because he's actually good. They got him chasing our truth every week with a bunch of other ninjas. But wait, how many championships did, how many times did our truth retain that damn championship though? Like over a hundred. Like 45? No, like over a hundred. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think he's at, back in the same two seconds. Think, so who the hell knows at this yeah, point? I think he's at seventy-eight, but that was the last time that I heard a number on it. Last time I heard a number it was thirty-four. Damn, <laughs> you, you're behind because he's like last time I heard <laughs> you it missed like, forty different uh, changes of the title. Yeah, I mean, shouts to R Truth for saving little Jimmy when he came out of that that water. He scooped little Jimmy with the with the arm. Can no, I'll tell you what though, I like our truth. I yeah, do. No, we didn't well. think when the 24-7 title came out that it was gonna be anything, but I think it's very funny. It's different, it breaks things up, he chops mm -hmm. it up, and you know what's coming, but it's still funny. Yeah, no, I think you know, I think our truth our truth our truth did to that title what Mank or what Foley did to the hardcore title. His it, it will always be associated with him. At the mm -hmm. end of the day, and he'll carry that to the Hall of Fame. He'll be he'll have that twenty four seven strap on him when he walks into the Hall of Fame on that stage. Definitely, he he would definitely do that. I just, you know, what I mean, they just have they WWE just has a bunch of underutilized wrestlers that I feel would be successful elsewhere, and maybe within time WWE will bring them back. They did it to Drew McIntyre. It's true. 3MB, look, he went left, he bulked up, came back, eliminated Brock, became the champion. Yep, he got so, his shot. So why can't and sometimes why can't they're it... there, but it's not the time. Like we were just talking about, you can't have too many main stars on the same stage. They don't know what to do with them. It's not that you know, even Drew that he wasn't good or anything back when he had his run. Back then, not now. It yeah. just comes down to like it was not his time. Now's his time, right? 
you know, he's going to keep coming for it. And, you know, he's in good shape. He looks good. He's, he's performing well and he carries it out. And, you know, the, the, you know, perfect ex- execution every time is going to keep you on the, mar- on the marquee at the end of the day. Does he still do that dumbass countdown before the Claymore kick? I haven't really seen him do it. I don't know. But, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that countdown. That shit was corny. You're 7, 5,000 feet tall, and you're fucking doing a (laughs) corny-ass countdown before you finish it. Come on, man. It's always the big ones, huh? It's always the big ones. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I lost audio out of my ear. Can you take me out and put me back in? Uno momento. Okay. Welcome everybody to Quarantine and Rap. <laughs> Let me see if it picks up. But you thought so, right? You thought so. You know what, Ray? Oh, come on. It's raw zone day, bitch. <laughs> I had to I had to, to plug that. Um we see you next Thursday with Izzy Mar, goddammit. Yes. Yes. But um can you hear us now? Yeah, I don't hear it in the earpiece. I think I have to leave and then come back in. Okay, love. So All right, sorry. Let me come back. Let me leave and come back in. Okay. All right. All right, Ray. We here. So I still got this promo video you made from from the Wissa event. Listen, whoa. Why are you sending me messages about condoms breaking, god damn it? There is no proof of this existing. You, what promo? What promo video? The one of your WISA event. I could always replay that, but our guest just came. And I have proof of your you're sending me about condoms and shit the message specifically says don't say it all right then okay then so let me bring secrets back so we can get into our last topic thank Um, you now i can hear we're good (laughs) perfect so we're gonna get into our last topic because ray want to talk about fucking wrestling couples even though the best wrestling couple in my opinion is anything with Shao Guerrero. All right, so Katie didn't know that Keith Lee and Mia Yim is actually a couple. I'm trying to block that out. <laughs> the things you know, or the things that you don't want to know anyway. Um, <clears throat> Do you have a favorite wrestling couple? Um, I actually, they're not together anymore, funny enough. Um, I liked Ricochet with his girlfriend, Casey. Dang, I knew it. I didn't see no pictures with them together. Yeah, I, um, I wasn't sure if they were together or not together or what the case, I didn't, I don't think there was an official release, but I, my understanding is that he, they're not together anymore. And Ricochet is one of my very, very favorites. Mm. 
And I actually, I saw her again. I know I keep going back to this, but it was really cool. Again, like I said, the the personal interaction with people, when we were at Access, they had an NXT ring set up. They had a cla- um, clash of... Uh, uh, worlds or whatever they call it. I, I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm out of it today. I can't think of the words, but <laughs> the clash of whatever it is that they do, like all the world, you know, all the different, Um, they had um, NXT UK, they had NXT whatever, and she was there, and I got to see her wrestle, and I was like, wow, she's really, you know, something, even though we watch her on TV, obviously, but she was actually there, and then I, obviously I found out that, um, you know, they have been together for a while, but as far as I understand, they're not together no more, but they, they were my favorite. They were cute. And they stayed low key, so low key they yeah. didn't know, don't know if they're together or not. Right. I, um. I, right now, like currently, I do love the fact that um, and I've always loved Dean and well now John Moxley and Renee Young. Oh yeah, I love them, and I I love him too. He's great. Um, He's great I, wherever he is. Yeah. Right. Um. I love the Bell. I love both Bella's relationships. Um, I do. I, I like. I like them. I always like them, even when they first came out. I don't like how they were, the last season of like total D, total Bella. They were really like pushing the whole engagement thing for Nikki. Yeah, but I think they've always kind of like pushed, you know, try to push them along. Like, okay, let's go. We need the next scene in life. Like, mm. let's you know snap it up, guys. Because no, that's I, how that's how reality shows really work, anyways. Right, it's like we need to finish at some point. Like, let's move it along here. At least if you're engaged, then you can, you know, have babies, you know, legally on TV. (laughs) God forbid. And then on top of that, bro, you got fucking John Cena getting married out of the fuck nowhere. Yeah, I was like, whoa, who's that? Yeah, it just makes you question, like, was was Shorty on the side? Maybe. I don't know. I think I think the article that I read said that they had met like a year ago. It was funny because actually the article said that he had married his longtime girlfriend. And I was like, oh, I got to wait a minute. Didn't they just break up? And of course, I start reading and I'm like, they've been together like not not even a year, I think. I'm like, how the hell is that long term? Boy, maybe 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 she was the side piece. Maybe I think they, she's not quick. even in like wrestling or anything, though. She's in some kind of like management firm or something. I, yeah. I read Jeez. Unless they've known each other since they were young, that's the only thing I could think of. If if that's going along with the title that they published, because to right. me that came out of left field. Like nigga got married, he just yeah. with her? That, and that's what I mean. I th- I think it, the title said that it was like a year. They met a you know a year before at whatever, and I was like, damn, did he just break up with the other one? Like, hold up. It makes Listen. you question. It makes you question what was it that he. That he didn't marry her for if he was quick to marry this woman. Well, listen, some people are just not a good fit, period. It doesn't matter. Like that's in life, that's on TV. If you you know, you gotta have your entire life publicized. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean they had their entire relationship on TV. I don't think that I would like that, no matter what I did, where I went, who I was with, where I was eating dinner, what right. I was eating for dinner, for that matter. I really don't think, you know, that puts a lot of pressure on everything. Right, and maybe maybe they just at the end of the day were not a good fit. You guys can you can take the two hottest people you've ever seen in your life. Doesn't mean they're gonna click for a lifetime, you know, mm-hmm. connection. 
And what fits right. at one time doesn't always stay. It's just how it goes. That's with you, me, or somebody that's on, you know, the the wrestling. It's just, you know, it's what it is. It just doesn't matter. And some maybe they just really, you know, maybe them being together was standing in the way of her meeting her dude now and him meeting her. It's what happens. It happens a lot. They had to go through that stepping stone to get to where they're at now. Otherwise, they might have missed the the new partner, you know? Right. Right right place, right time. I think one of my favorite um, wrestling couples is um, Macho Man and um, Miss Elizabeth. Oh, yeah, for Legendary. Now, again, that goes back to what we were talking about before. You know in real life they were not good together. Mm-mm. So the funny part is, is that we idolize their love story, their falling apart, and then them getting back together. And then, you know, you see in, in the background that it really wasn't, it's not something to envy. Maybe at the beginning or at some point, but, you know, Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth were not a good match. But in our eyes, yeah. everybody wants the Macho Man and Elizabeth, you know? Right. Do you, when you think about Miss Elizabeth, um, God rest her soul, do you in some way might look at Lex Luger in a bad light, maybe for like the last part of her living? Do you think he I played think, a part in that? I think he played a part, but she's an adult. It's not like she was an underaged kid. Right. He just happened to be there and it was a bad day. I, I don't, I'm not going to say that's like somebody being in at the same, at a party where somebody o- OD'd or, you know, got too drunk, passed out, fell in the pool and drowned. And it's like, you're going to finger the, um you know, the homeowner just because they were there that day. You know, if Very you're, true. you're, a, you're, you're grown up and you're doing whatever you're doing, whatever that is, that's your choice. That's your life. I don't think that somebody is necessarily, you know, they weren't, you know, spoon feeding the behavior. So I really can't say that I, that I blame him for that. You know, my understanding is they were both there doing whatever. So. Yeah. You know, it's, it's unfortunate, you know, I'm sure they had done it a hundred times before, but that day was just not a good day. Very true. So secret, thank you so much for talking with us today. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's been a pleasure. This was a blast. And I love this was kind of like Ray's birthday episode. Yes, yes. Happy birthday. I'm so excited. <laughs> New album okay. coming out, a drop. You're going to be 30. He's going to be old as fuck. That's what he's going to be. Man. Fuck. But I'll tell you what. Music runs through his veins. It really there does. Is- that, that pen, he was born with it attached to his hand. It definitely is. We come back from the time that you actually had to write it down. You couldn't speak it into your phone or actually, you right. know, write, text it text it on your thing. We used to have oh notebooks and notebooks. Don't get yes. into it. He still got a notebook. Oh, no, oh I, I know he I does. Have a bunch. I have a bunch. I know he does. Me too. I've got my notebooks. Yep. But it's been really fun. Thank you so, so much. This was a blast. And I look forward to, you know, linking up with you guys and please follow the page. If you guys want to see the figures, 
It's on Instagram at classic underscore superstars. If you just type classic superstars, it'll come right up. You'll see the figures. And um, right or if you wanna wanna follow me, you uh, you can follow me at secrets two two four. I got you right now. Yeah, we gotta some way somehow, Katie. The, the the dots gotta be connected with her and um Jabber Tears. I mean, I'm gonna make a group, guys, for you in a few. Um, do you have Facebook secrets? Yeah. Um, my full name. Well, I'll have and, uh, Ray. Ray has it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. have Ray connect the dots because I wouldn't have you put your government on like that. That's um, right. It's, it's on there, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. But nobody's gonna catch my last name, so that's okay. Um, there's always the we just like to respect privacy, you know. I mean, I'm yeah. sure. But um, you know, you have a dope collection, and I, I think I'm gonna have a heart attack just being in there. But um, <laughs> you mentioned something about NWO. When are you doing the virtual? So, um, you can go into either the Facebook group is called Virtual Asylum, or you can go to theasylumwrestlingstore.com, or the Facebook group is The Asylum with an exclamation point at the end. And on November 7th at 6 p.m., we will have the bad guy in the building, Scott Hall, mm. Razor Ramon. It's going to be phenomenal. And he is going to really, you know, knock your socks off. He's got some stories, boy. And his signature is one of the best that I've seen, his autograph. So he's going to be signing stuff up and giving us quite a few hours. And like I said, you can go on there. You can buy a meet and greet. You can buy, um, an, which the meet and greet includes an 8x10 signature. And then it gets mailed to you after the show. The um, admins in there, like I said, they do a phenomenal job. And, uh, you know, it's really going to be a great show. We have a lot, a lot of fun stuff coming up. We have him. And we have, um, after that, we've definitely got Demolition, which is going to mm. be hu a huge show. So we got a lot of good surprises. You guys should join the group and they always keep the header, you know, the um, cover page updated with who's coming up next. And it's really going to be something. It's it's definitely worth it, even if you just sit and watch it and go, oh, yeah, I definitely got to be involved in this. That's definitely dope. I'm so excited. Hopefully my wallet decides it wants to agree with me and I can do November 7th. Oh, for sure. It's It's worth it. Believe me. It's definitely, it's, uh, you know, more affordable than you think without leaving the comfort of your home. So it's really cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I, so I thank know. you so much for having me. This Let has me been awesome. You. Let me give you another uh, applause. <laughs> thank you so much for being a part of this tonight. Of course. Listen, anytime, you know, you guys talking wrestling, you're talking music, whatever you guys are talking about, I'm all for it. Oh, don't worry. When we talk music, we'll, def we'll definitely get you involved. Mm. Yeah, for sure. We definitely have a, a storied history of music. I can oh, yeah. tell. Uh, <laughs> oh, streaming for those who don't... Yo, Katie, she's actually singing on The More I Talk. That's her. That's you? That's me! <laughs> Yo, I love you. Oh, uh, I love you too. Like, Listen, you you're one of those people that made 10,000 hits on that Spotify as soon as it dropped in like a couple days. Forget it. I, I, I could tell you it's probably from the later years because I heard this song like a year ago. But I'm one of the 10,000 for after that. 
Perfect. <laughs> now, this song is the most, my most streamed song up to date. Right? Last I checked, it was over, I think, 59,000. And that's just Amazing. organic. No fake plays there. That is real shit. That song is dope. Not because I'm on it. I always wanted to be a part of it. Ever since you asked me to be, and you said, this is what the track sounds like, let's get on it. I couldn't wait to be on it. And how many years later, it's still one of my favorite tracks. It's very relatable. Absolutely. So don't get me wrong, like I'm going to insult you guys, but I think Rain is going to take a close, like, competition in streams. I just have a, a feeling that mm. they're going to go neck and neck. We'll see about that. Shouts to J-Rose. But we'll see about that. But Secrets, thank you so much thank once again so for joining us tonight to talk. Thank you. It was very fun. It was cool to, to engage with you face-to-face, virtually. It was, you know, it was always fun. And you're Absolutely. Sure. One in a while, too. Our first guest we've had in a while because we've been just talking shit amongst us three. Mm. No. Well, hey, listen, you guys ever need somebody to mix it up, I'm always available. Well, listen, I feel like our scores are going to get tallied up, and um, I think people are going to be, like, tied with each other. So we might need you as, like, a commissioner of some sorts. I'm here. He knows how to get me. (laughs) Got you. Perfect. Thank you so much. And then whenever you need something, you want us to promote something, send it to Ray. He'll send it to me, and we got you. Absolutely. Definitely. I appreciate it, guys. You guys have a good rest of your night. Happy birthday! Happy Thank, <laughs> Thank you. No. Problem. All right, guys. I'll see you. See you. Bye, secret. See you. Bye. Bye. I remember. Oh, don't main screen. No, don't get used to that. Oh. Wow. Womp, womp, womp. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. We got a few minutes to ourselves. Um, did you just type to me? Oh, we got a birthday comment here. Okay. Really? So shout mm-hmm. out to our friend Max357 of the evening experience. Um, he wants to wish your ass a very happy birthday, Ray Pearson. You thank you. Yo, you see, you've been such a blessing to everyone. Everyone loves you. And your birthday's not here yet. Hey, what can I say? That was that was a rhyme, too. I didn't even know that. Hey, what can I say? Bar. Oh. It's just too easy. You just a you're just a burrito, bro. You're just a you're just a lyrical burrito, aren't you, today? Just gotta wrap it up like a condom burrito. Yep. Condom burrito. So you know, what do you have to do? You have any remarks for us before we leave about the album now that it's almost fucking here? Um, or for the fact that you're gonna be mad old? Um, no, I mean, you know, we getting that, you know, getting to 32, it's damn, you know, and you know, thanks to the pandemic, I managed to kind of make this work because you know how you come across people who's like oh this is pandemic weight yeah I don't think the only difference between me and them people that this pandemic weight is what I lost they gained I lost 
So, you know, manage, you know, you got the time on your hands. There's no excuses. There's no excuses if 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 you're if you're moping around your house like damn yo I'm big or I I need to lose weight you got all the time that you need to 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 make that happen. Um, as far as the the EP, the amount of feedback, um, the amount of positive feedback that I've been getting since the event has just been shocking in a way, but um. Very, very much appreciate. I appreciate it all, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Once again, these are these are five songs. Well, I want to say four songs, with the exception of "I'm Nice" and "Capital Tactics." Um, these are songs that I pulled off of the original project, Apartment Two F, um, because I needed to do something to keep the wheels in motion to gear up for Apartment Two F. So, you know, shouts to Famine. He was on board. Um, and shouts to everybody, whether you posted the, the, the cover, whether you was there in person, whether you tuned in live, you know, I just appreciate it all. I can't wait for y'all to hear the project in full comes um, Saturday, um, Halloween, my birthday. I specifically wanted to drop it then. And, you know, sooner or later, well, I don't want to say later, but very soon, it's time to... It's time to go back into to to LP mode, and can we just enjoy the CP for now? God damn it! No, we're gonna enjoy it, but I would like to enjoy the hell out we're of it. We're in October, November's there, December's there, and then before you know it, January. So pretty soon, I'm gonna enjoy this EP as much as I want, as much as I can. But that pen is gonna go is gonna. This is like the NBA season. You only get you only get like maybe two, three months off before it's time to go back to to to, to training and, and and working out. So that pen that pen is on vacating now as far as that's concerned, but okay, but let's at least promote this as much as we can. Of course we are. Let's and you're gonna talk- you're gonna wake up to them 30 emails because I'm gonna need you to do things. And I'm going to tell you to, I'm going to do things as well. You're going to probably tell me not to do it, but I'm going to do it anyways because, as you know, I like taking the load off of your shoulders and helping and doing shit myself as well. Wait, wait you want to help me a minute? Be quiet one second, okay? Ready? One. So, the EP drops Saturday. Where it started at, entirely produced by Famine. If you didn't tune into the live stream, that number six song is a special song. And when you guys listen to it, you're going to hear exactly why it's so special. And it was only right for the bar Christ to come out. And, you know, this is, you know, the whole, you know, the whole thing behind the bar Christ is just, it all makes sense once you listen to the song. I'm I'm happy you guys are gonna hear it. That video is in the process. We are planning the video for I'm nice. So that's gonna that's gonna take off pretty soon. So you know what I mean this shit to do is shit in the works. And we working. And 
that has been your Inside the Raw Zone Wrestling Talk. I know we had a lot to go through today, so we just have to make it happen. Um, we, it's been a couple of weeks. We promise we will definitely be back next week. Yes. Um, definitely for sure. We'll get back into more wrestling topics, but we were just so excited about fucking secrets and looking at the back, looking at the secrets cave. It was just killing us. So we're like, fuck it. You know, we'll do this now. Plus we'll have Mikey back next week. Um, I hope. If he remembers, if he and- remembers who we are. Yeah, oh yeah, because he's doing it all big in vacation. Yeah, right. He's, oh, gonna, he's, he's gonna forget that we existed. He's gonna be like, what what show? But hey, fuck it, man. Um, but in the meantime, make sure you follow our sponsor that talent wave at talent wave. Get your media write-ups, get your, your non-stop shop for anything media related. Uh follow us. At Raw Zone NYC, that is R A W R R Zone. We get raw, raw, and we're in the zone. That's all I always gotta say. Um, this Saturday, what you got, what you got going on this Saturday? This Saturday, you know, hopefully, if Ray Pearson is not busy, maybe he could jump on with me. Um, we could host that, the Tri State Top Ten. We uh, shall see. We uh, shall see. It's a Ray Pearson's birthday. We don't know if he's trying to get his dick wet. Oh, hey, sloppy toppy. Sloppy toppy. Leave all that spit on it. Ow. Uh, Ow. 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 Nah, he's going to be doing the uncle thing. So now nah, I'm going to give him his privacy for that. But, um, so we got the Tri State Top 10. We got music from Ray Pearson on it. You know, we got music from Jamal Jones. We're really interested in doing it. We're doing a little spooky, a little Halloween. So you're going to get the rough, the nasty. You know, we're getting the aggressive type hip-hop, boom-bap. Um, mm. Queens is representing. Bronx representing. Jersey representing. Uh, Staten Island representing. Like, we got a good mix for you. Um, next Friday, Live at 5 with Live Johnson discussing the comeback EP. Uh, this Tuesday we got Buck made off on Raw Zone on DTF Radio. So follow these. We do offer um interview packages for people for virtual, uh, not virtual for on at studio locations. Um, if you want us to come interview you and you know give you a presentation. If you're an artist, you know, think of investing for yourself. I know it's a hard time right now, but someone's got to do it. Um, Like, reach out to those people that you know that can help you. Um, Don't be dicks. Like, we, like, rest in peace to the young man that was killed in Philadelphia yesterday morning. Um, That's honestly, like, as we were talking about it on Roslyn yesterday, it's still a fucking scary shit to see when people in your community and I say it's still our community everyone you know because all we're thinking about is color but they're still human we're all human so while you look at a black person as if they're fucked up a black person looking at you the exact same way because if you think a, a black man could clip you who look the same shit for them they think a white man could clip them wherever the fuck they go so yes. while you sitting here and talking about all these black people and pose your racist 
notions because apparently out of nowhere everyone is a fucking Republican. You know, everyone is now what? Fuck everyone. You know, when six months ago we almost fucking died in a fucking pandemic. So please respect each other, love each other, you know, because life is definitely too short. And if you really feel like you need to be mean to someone, fucking sit and think back. Because at the end of the day, all of this shit is fucking stupid. Um, But that was my rant. My name is Ivy. And we are gonna take this shit out of here. Fuck Trump.